Hai saya Tanya, host dari podcast Janda Bercanda Channel khusus yang didedikasikan untuk kesejahteraan para janda Widows and Divorces Segala sesuatu yang berurusan dengan personal development, single parenting, mental health, dan juga female partnership Kali ini tamunya Janda Bercanda adalah seorang janda triple Yang dengan sangat terbuka bercerita tentang pengalamannya Apa sih pernikahan itu? Terutama di budaya Indonesia Pernah nggak dengar calon pengantin bilang ke calon suaminya, tolong ya jangan datang ke akad nikah besok? <laughs> Kenapa sampai ngomong gitu tamu berikut kita ini? Dia juga bertanya, apa iya pernikahan itu mesti sampai akhir hayat dan hanya dengan satu orang saja? Gimana kalau cinta itu ada kadar luarsanya? Apakah mesti dipertahankan sampai salah satu meninggal? Apa jadinya kalau kita bertemu dengan soulmate lebih dari sekali dalam hidup kita? Yuk kita dengerin obrolannya dari seorang single mom dan female partner. Without further ado, I present to you Maya Lubis. Our dear friend here, Maya Lubis, is like me, a janda kuadrat because we've been done <laughs> twice, twice before. But in in my case, of course, my my one of my husbands passed away, and then yes. I divorced the second one. For I think your both your exes are still alive, right? Yes, actually, I uh, if I was married to the last one because I was not married to the last one, oh, it, uh, it will it will make me uh, janda triple, yeah. Malahan itu, yang terakhir gue kan nggak kawin kan, tenggatku nggak kawin ya. Jadi kalau misalnya kawin kan lebih lebih ribet kali ya ujungnya ya. Tapi ya, yeah, you know. Um, itu ada terminologi sendiri namanya janda bayangan karena kalau ada yang kayak udah relationshipnya sudah ibarat kayak pernikahan yeah. terusnya pas putus juga sudah seperti kayak perceraian juga kayak janda aja kan artinya ya oke ya janda kenapa like uh, guests like you are important mm-hmm. to have on a show mm-hmm. like this to show others contoh nih ada kalau bisa ada janda yang kayak ibu Maya Lubis <laughs> yang bersaja gitu lucu dan uh, punya apa sih joie de vivre jadi mm-hmm. punya alat hidup sendiri gitu mandiri mm-hmm. cara keuangan cara kehidupan sosial nah kita ini Maya dan saya kenalnya ini karena kita punya banyak mutual friends tapi mm-hmm. kita ini juga selain janda kita alumni, alumni Uh, anak-anak Jakarta yang pernah tinggal di Bali lagi itu sekarang kembali lagi tinggal di Jakarta. Yeah. <laughs> balik ada alumnya, ba- ya. Secara kita janda berarti tugasnya kita untuk menemani ibu kan? <laughs> <laughs> itu juga aja <laughs> itu another thing ya mungkin berdasarkan generational juga karena kayaknya sekarang banyak pernikahan yang mungkin juga nggak terlalu menekankan untuk ngurus mertua. Iya, yeah. tuh hidup uh, kayak family unit tuh benar-benar kayak isolated hanya suami istri ibu uh, anak-anak yeah. mereka sendiri gitu loh. Jadi yeah. udah banyak juga yang suami istri udah nggak di mana mertua tinggal sama mereka. Dan mm-hmm. kadang-kadang itu sebetulnya juga sudah ada uh, pressure sendiri karena mm-hmm. pressure daripada kita mau ngurus orang tua kita jadi berat juga. Nah yeah. kita uh, satu pihak mau membangun rumah tangga kita sendiri. Satu mm-hmm. kita sendiri juga jadi berkurang yang bant- yang bisa membantu kita untuk nolong meng- dengan anak-anak dengan rumah tangga juga berkurang. Yeah. Dan yeah. kedua kita Terus, menolong orang tua juga jadi susah. Iya, yeah. tapi sama sosialnya karena sekarang itu, uh, I mean, 
like when you looking at that right kalau misalnya sosialnya kita juga udah berubah kan kalau karena kan dulu tuh ya nggak dulu sih sekarang juga kalau lo ke desa ya kalau kita ke desa maksudnya kita aja, masuk ke daerah-daerah di Wairabo deh gitu Wairabo jauh banget ya cuman itu udah good example right uh, atau ke misalnya di Bali di tengah-tengah Bali yang kehidupannya masih emang very Uh, apa uh, banj- ada banjar ada rumah utama ada rumah ini dan itu itu diciptakan begitu karena emang sebenarnya kan uh, well, I mean originally the men hunt right they go hunting they go warring you know whatever they doing and we women we we stick together we actually uh, you know raise our kids you know we we, we very much attuned to that now uh, now in this modern modern society of course we don't uh, you know we started to be more secular lebih jadi kayak lebih kayak individualistik ya walaupun sebenarnya itu kan uh, kayak untuk untuk kita yang negara yang Asia ya kita yang Indonesia ya itu sebenarnya kan bertolak belakang dengan apa yang diajarin dari norma-norma lah ya lese kita kan dari kecil kan dibilangin uh, kalau udah besar mesti taking care of parents yang you know uh, untuk rumah rumah jombo kan di sini mas ada sekarang itu sudah mulai ada cuman kan jarang ya sekarang ya uh, yeah. masih jarang in comparison to to others so I mean, even even society itself is changing, right? Perempuan-perempuan juga sebenarnya kayak ini sih yang gue notice ya. Kayak uh, we were talking about gender, but I think this is uh, the core of it is actually the stigma, the stigma of us being, uh, you know, being a woman. Like for example, like when they said age gracefully, what does it mean age gracefully? For me, uh, that's the that's the thing that we need to, you know, start fixing. You know our mindset that it is okay. You know it is okay to have wrinkles. It is okay to be to be to be uh, a divorcee. You know, uh, it's not okay for for the society to just to label us or uh, to label us eh gender bolong lo, gender ini lo, atau misalnya apalagi kalau misalnya kita kalau lo magu mungkin enggak ya karena kan kita kan uh, kita kan hidup di modern world ya. sama tetangga juga mungkin nggak kenal gitu coba tapi kalau yang tinggalnya yang lebih mau ya like di pedesaan atau apa kasihan kan itu janda-janda kan yeah. you know you'd be surprised the number of people yang gua invite to to come to mm-hmm. on the show yeah. dan mereka sangat ketakutan untuk appear on this podcast karena mm-hmm. they don't want to be associated with a, being a janda oh really so, yeah jadi wow. mereka tuh walaupun ini bukannya obviously it's not Ini bukannya kayak ajang meat market di mana yeah, yeah. where it's a, a collection of perempuan-perempuan janda yang cara ekonomi uh, tidak bisa mandiri, tidak bisa berpikir sendiri, hmm. tidak berani. It's not like that. Tapi tetap aja mereka nggak mau. Um, satu mungkin ada yang bilang gue mungkin terminologi jandanya itu sangat secara umum vulgar. Mm-hmm. Secara right. umum vulgar dan mm-hmm. uh, jadi mereka nggak mau diasosiasikan dengan itu. Walaupun orang yang gue undang itu adalah orang yang menurut gue cocok jadi role model. Orang right. yang berani, yang mandiri, yang pinter, yang cantik, mm-hmm. yang kayak yeah, you've, they've broken through something. Tapi yeah. a lot of that there's still some shaming. Um, exactly. And but who who, who shame who shame them? Pushing them, the lingkungan kan pasti yang yang sebenarnya yeah. kan dengan lingkungan yang uh, yang shaming them and then apa ya, kayak kebudayaan kita yang uh, losing face is actually losing everything, you know. And um, uh, apa uh, marriage, for example, what is the conception of marriage? Who ever said that marriage should last forever? <laughs> I find that ridiculous. Look, I really find that really ridiculous. Does marriage has to last forever if you are not happy, for example? 
I mean, in my case, uh, in my case, you know, uh, I mean, the, 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 well, we did the last, the, the last, the, the first one was a complete mistake. Okay. I wanted to break through my independence and, and I was, I was very young. I was only 21 and I knew it wasn't right. Oh, wow. Yeah. I knew it was, it was not right. And then I've actually, I think I told, I told my mom in the middle of this uh, big wedding um, uh, preparation. Uh, then I actually begged my first husband, um, which I ended up only married, married to him, I think three months. Uh, we had a big, huge wedding. And then <gasps> wow, <laughs> that's so marriage. And then I, I asked him, I asked him because, no, because I wanted to break away. I wanted to have to, you know, at that time I wanted to gain my independence. Right. I mean, like, um, and, uh, what a wrong way uh, to gain independence and cost a lot of money for my parents, obviously, uh, my mom, especially. So, um, and, and I actually begged him. He goes like, please, you know, do not show up to the wedding. I mean, please do not show up to the wedding. If you ever, ever love me, love me like you said that you you are, don't show up to the wedding. Like, let, let me let me be the one that who's in the altar and, you know, and the groom never show up, you know. Because, and I told him, I told him that I made a big mistake. I didn't think this is going to last. And, and I can't, you know, like being being a 21 years old woman, even though I, I said to my mom that, oh, shit, I think I made a mistake. You know, of course, you know, then I, I felt sorry for her because she's already under a lot of stress. It's a huge wedding. A wedding oh, my God. You know, so mm. I felt like, OK, you know, oh, no, 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 mom, it's just a wedding jitter. But I knew in the core that was wrong. Right. So and of course, he showed up. <laughs> and of course, as I knew. The marriage, the, the costly marriage didn't last, of course. You know, the second one, it was love. You know, the, the, the second one was, was, it was real. I, I, I think we, we both fell in love and, and, you know, he was a different type, type of man that I knew or I, you know, usually, I mean, you know how it is. Usually we keep falling in the same, similar pattern, similar typical men. And we keep saying to ourselves, why didn't it work? Well, maybe because you chose the, the you know, the similar type or you haven't evolved or, or something, you know, that's why it didn't work, you know? Um, and yeah, but that's, that's also obviously, I mean, we stayed, I made progress. So my second marriage, my first marriage lasted three months. Uh, my second marriage lasted 10 years. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so, so that was good. And the last relationship is 11, uh, is, uh, I think, I think ele- uh, almost 11 years, you know? So, so it broke i think the second one was uh, uh, broke because well to be honest because i've met the third one right but i think uh, we also already falling apart and we've already oh, drifting okay. apart we weren't happy with each other and then uh, uh he was at the t- at the time he was very controlling and of course you know mm-hmm. communication was not you know communication it didn't happen you know so there you go mm-hmm. but no regrets you know we should not regret what happened is love is like you know we should take love with a grain of salt you know it shouldn't be like hey hello soulmate like oh, we, we we should like find the one wait really honestly what's one what what happened if you find threes or four during the the time of your life mm-hmm. you know whoever whoever said that 
cuma sekali ya jodoh ya find the one is your only soulmate oh god give me a break you know so it's like a medicine right okay. like you take a medicine sebelum sampai kadaluarsa begitu kadaluarsa ya udahlah ya selesai lah ya and no need no need to feel no need to feel apa sih apa ashamed or you know oh it didn't work or you know and then you going like oh what's wrong with me mm-hmm. you know like why why can't why can't you know a lot of a lot of marriage a lot of marriage are are quite unhappy because you stayed that long you know both of them stayed that long i know from my last one it wasn't a marriage the 11 years we stayed i from his side also and i uh, I, my side also we stayed because we have the glue which is my son we have we have beautiful son together mm-hmm. but he wasn't happy i wasn't happy mm-hmm. then he i mean obviously i mean the way mm-hmm. he leave wasn't very nice you know because he is not especially for my son Uh, and he found another one, <laughs> another. Well, no, he just left. He just left. Yeah, basically, uh, 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 he found his soulmate, and and but he didn't tell me. Obviously, you know, he I mean, found a soulmate. So basically, he's 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 with somebody else now. Uh, he's he when he left when he left he came basically he came he came from uh, from Europe, and uh, from. Uh, after being away for quite some time and I was there and I I knew the relationship was not working so we have already started talking that we said like look you know uh, it's good that we stay together why don't you uh, find a place nearby where we live we still live in Bali, uh, Bali at the time and then we can actually co-parenting I have Lucas for two weeks you can have Lucas for two weeks uh, and you're even more welcome to stay in my house And you know, uh, because it's good to have a steady, you know, uh, like steady thing for kid, right? So that was what was being agreed. We knew that relationship was crumbling, crumbling down, you know. And then, and I guess that during that time, uh, during that time, or when he was in Europe, he already met someone. So, so he came back, and uh, he came back to Bali, and then three weeks later, he left. <laughs> you know, he basically packed his bag and then um, left us. So. Um, but of course he didn't come clean, you know, like men should learn this. All right. If any man he listening to this podcast, I think we women will have so much more respect for you. If you guys came clean and said it, I fall in love with someone else and wish me luck. I would have much more respect, right? Instead of, Hey, I'm going to uh, go back there because I've interviewed, <laughs> you know, what do you think? Yeah. I think, but I think you're like a, an irregular customer in the sense that, you know, somebody, you know, it would have been fair for you had he said that and you would have been able to take it well. Yeah. There are so many women that I know who just go psycho, like somebody said that to uh, them. Uh-huh. Even though it's probably, yeah. you know, that had to be said, but yeah. there's a lot of women out there who cannot handle that kind of truth. But isn't it better for them to know the truth rather than the, rather than finding out like from social, you know, like these days, it's very easy to find out, right? You just find out from social medias, you know, and um, you and, yeah, of course. And he told my son before he told me, so he never to this day he never admitted to me, mm-hmm. but he admitted to to our son. Oh my God, that is brutal! I didn't. You know what? I am so sorry that that uh, happened that, that way, the way that your last relationship ended. And that your ex told your son first about his new relationship, and that your son was now responsible of a secret between him and his father, and that I don't like. 
in my opinion, he was he he did that to Lucas because it was a confession. Because I know he loves his son very very much, and he misses his son so much, right? So it was a confession. It's a confession of a sin. Um, in that in, in his opinion, uh, in in I am reading somebody's mind. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. Um, in his uh, in in his state of mind or state of heart, gue udah ngaku gitu. Gue confess my sin. So I feel. <laughs> Lega, ngerti gak lo? You know, seperti father to the son. Ya, bisul udah pecah gitu ya. Maksudnya udah rahasianya your ex udah. Bisul udah pecah, tapi pecahnya di, di anak lo, bukannya di lo, dia ngomongnya. Dan itu kan beban buat anak. Iya, gue gue nggak penting untuk di, untuk di bisulnya dipecahin ke gue gitu. Karena yang matter, uh, ya, uh, yang, uh, yang matter ya anak gue gitu. Uh, anak gue. Pasti dalam pikirannya dia begitu lah ya. Uh, hopefully we can put this under the bridge one day and And, 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 and be adult about it and move on, you know. And... Walau dari ceritanya Maya sendiri sudah antisipasi relationshipnya berakhir, bagaimana caranya relationship itu berakhir yang tetap mengagetkan dan menyakitkan terutama untuk anak mereka? Maya awalnya membayangkan situasi perpisahan yang berbeda di mana dia dan mantan bisa co-parenting anak mereka Lukas yang pada saat itu berumur 9 tahun di Bali. Tapi kenyataannya jauh berbeda ketika mantan memberikan pengumuman ia akan kembali ke negara asalnya di Eropa dan meninggalkan Maya dan anak mereka di Indonesia dan tidak akan kembali lagi. Seminggu kemudian ia pergi. Bagi yang sedang melalui perceraian atau perpisahan bisa mendengarkan episode janda-bejanda sebelumnya dengan psikolog anak Rahajang Ika yang menjelaskan pentingnya penyampaian perceraian atau perpisahan yang baik ke anak dilakukan bersama. Dan betapa baiknya setelah perpisahan itu, anak dan orang tua yang mengasuh bertemu dengan psikolog atau family therapist untuk bisa memproses trauma yang terjadi saat perpisahan. Maya did exactly that. Ketika kembali ke Jakarta, ia mencari psikolog terpercaya untuk bertemu dengan anaknya dan dirinya sendiri. Semoga yang mendengarkan sudah bisa mengesampingkan stigma konsultasi untuk mental health yang tidak bisa diremehkan. Uh, we search for uh, child psychologists like me, uh, me and my uh, went to see several child psychologists until we find the one that he comfortable for sharing. Um, and I also go to adult psychologists and, um, and, and try to, you know, try to, how do you say, try to minimize the traumatic experience, you know, because I'm sure what's happening is affected our child, you know, in, in one way or the other. So I want to nip that in the bud, and uh, we still continue. We still see uh, he's uh, we still see child psych- psychologist now, and she's super helpful. She's super great. She's fantastic, you know. And and uh, it's it's a journey, you know. Now he's he's hitting a teenager. It's a it's a it's a different story. But you know, obviously, there's moments when when uh, when he which is like what saddened me was um, when uh, he was looking at when when his dad just la- uh, left he was being so stoic you know but my son is super excess sensitive and he was so stoic no reactions you know like he was like really holding all his emotion and then when uh, when he goes to the airport and in the middle of the night as soon as we come home and then i saw him we had dinner and lucas was really uh, looks really upset of course tapi gak nangis jadi sama pas lagi say goodbye juga gak nangis bapaknya aja yang nangis ya pas lagi pulang ke rumah, then he go upstairs, go to uh, my ex office. Terus ternyata di fotonya kan, karena you know my ex was a photographer, right? Ada tulisan, ada foto-foto anak gue, terus ada di tulisan apa ya? Uh, tulisannya tuh yang um, 
a message to Lucas, right? Uh, no, I forgot what what he said. Um, di situ anak gue baru pecah. Pas lagi ngelihat fotonya gitu, dia langsung nangis keluar semua semuanya, nangis benar-benar nangis. Terus uh, terus karena dia nangis, dia nangis gitu, gue juga ikutan pecah kan? Karena kan you know you know how it is, right? As a mom, when you see your 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 uh, children hurting, of course you hurting more, you know. So I was crying, and then he was busy. He was busy trying to calm me down. So yeah. Dan bebannya sebetulnya sebelum udah lama ya, itu bebannya juga udah udah berlarut-larut dan itu mungkin culminationnya. What I really like about what how you did that in terms of your story is that kalau untuk yang dengerin nih ya, ada di sini opportunitynya karena memang betul-betul ada physical perpindahan physical ya di sini di mana mantap itu benar-benar pergi ke bandara ya. Jadi udah udah kayak benar-benar kayak movie dianterin ke airport loh. Ini udah sampai dan udah gitu juga ada network support system dari keluarga lo di mana ada sepupu lo. Jadi ada um, anak lo itu ada family semuanya yang rally around you itu yang luar biasa supportnya jadi dia juga pada saat walaupun dia tuh ngehnya baru malamnya setelah his dad is gone he realize tapi he felt safe to cry and kadang-kadang they cannot even cry they, for years they cannot even cry so bahwa aku bisa nangis that night ngeh gitu it, that means He felt safe enough to do that. Yeah, he does. I did have huge support from my family. Untungnya Maya secara keuangan selalu mandiri. Dan memang sejak awal yang menafkahi keluarganya. Dan perpisahan dengan mantannya tidak menjadikan Maya terpuruk secara keuangan. Akan tetapi, tantangan tetap berat untuk Maya sebagai single mom yang sekarang memainkan segala peran. No, I mean, single parenting, single parenting is hard. Yes, but it's in some way, <laughs> in some ways, it's 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 the, the easy part about me is actually only one person who's saying anything now. You know, like me, like it's my word. You know, like so, it's not. Daddy said, I mean, Tachi said this, Mommy said this, and then and Lucas get get to manipulate both of us. You know, now it's just like Mommy said no, Mommy means that means no. You know, no. I mean, I think I I think relationship it's. I don't know. It's worth it if 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 it's worth it for both party. If that relationship can make you grow, you know. If uh, it's not worth it, if you're unhappy, obviously, it's not worth it if it's violent. It's not worth it if if you lose your personality. And which is like what I've noticed in a lot of women. They, I mean, I'm sure that you know. As soon as they get into that relationship with someone, all of a sudden, the very essence of this that makes them the unique. The unique essence of who she is is loss. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, like his hobby become your hobby. You know, I have I many of you know I'm talking about. I mean, we seen we seen thing. I mean, we seen this happening. The way that you dress is being controlled. The way that you talk is being controlled. The way that you wear your hair. Like why? Why the hell? I mean. Why would women ask their spouse? Because like, oh, can I cut my hair? You bloody can cut your hair. It's your hair, girl. Cut your hair. You know. <laughs> yeah, but this is like the the apa Indonesia banget gitu. Gue boleh nggak ya ini ya? Terus uh, kalau mau pergi, kalau misalnya mau pergi kemana gitu, gue minta izin dulu ya. Hah? Ngapain sih lo minta izin? Kayak gitu. No, I mean it's. Oh my God, Maya. Maya, you know what? You have heard so much that I, you know I almost. I think about um, just the in the last hour of what you've shared with us is 
so in depth that probably a lot of people have an experience in probably in one lifetime, and yet you've you're 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 hardly you know you're hundred. This is this is only half of your life story, and this is already all this wisdom and all these experiences are already happening to you. And so I should congratulate you for having that. It's probably only percent of your life. So that's probably what's what's incredible about your rich life story is that the wisdoms came early. And so that you are prepared for a lot of exciting things in the future that you can create for yourself. And knowing you and the energy and the and the creativity that comes from you, I'm I'm just positive that you're going to come up with something more phenomenal in the coming months, um, if not in the coming years. Because um, I don't know if everyone knows who Maya Lubis is. She in Jakarta, she has. Um, a successful F&B business before, and then you have a fashion line that is like a unique batik, but very, very chic, like very cutting edge kind of design. So that's the kind of person Maya is. You know, she's resilient. She's creative. Thank you so much. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a lot from you, and this is like, this, this, this is so great. And thank you for having this platform. Terima kasih udah dengerin teman-teman Kalau suka episodenya Tolong di follow, di download Kalau yang liatnya dari Youtube tolong di subscribe Hit notification bell Oke okay. Kalau ada pertanyaan tolong di DM ya Oke okay. Thank you, goodbye for now